Life Audio. Hey, sis, and welcome to Inside Out with Courtney. It's a podcast that helps thousands of women all around the globe, just like you, grow in Christ, character, calling, career, and community. Join me along with occasional guests as we talk about biblical truths, overcoming issues of life as Christian women, while also being encouraged and equipped for every good work as we await the return of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Courtney Richard, and after a quick commercial break, we'll get ready to start growing from the inside out. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Well, again, welcome to the show. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about four ideas on how to implement worship into your week. That's right. I want to talk about this because I think a lot of times... You know, we hear about doing a daily devotion and spending time with God, and that is awesome. And I always encourage that, and I have podcast episodes on that as well. But I really, really want to hone in this week on worship. That's right. I want to talk to you more about worship. And you know what I like to do? I always like to break down words. And so the word today is going to be worship. And this is what it actually means. It means to honor or show reverence for a divine being or supernatural power. And for us as Christians, we know that is God. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus Christ. And so it's just this high regard, extravagant respect, devotion, and highest praise. And so without further delay, I think this episode may be quick. So just hang on there. Okay. Hang in there. Hang in there with me. But um, I believe this is going to be a quick episode. I'm just going to share a few ideas with you because I think it's important in the midst of all that we do to incorporate not just prayer and sitting down and reading our word, but also to incorporate worship into our daily lives and into our work week, right? And so without further delay, let's go ahead and dive in. So idea number one, it may seem a little bit obvious, but I'm going to share it anyway. So just hang on there is to put on some worship music. And this worship music can be vertical or it can be personal. And what I mean by that is sometimes when you're listening to worship music, sometimes it is like lifting up your hands and singing praises unto God. It's like who he is and praising him for all that he has done and praising him just for just his majesty and everything. And I love, love, love that type of worship. But I also love worship where it's personal for me. Have you ever listened to worship like that, where it speaks directly to what you're dealing with on a personal level? Um, Yeah, so I just want to just share a few tips that go along with tip number one or idea number one, and it's where to actually incorporate or to implement this type of worship. And so one of the ways I would share is right in your car when you're headed to work, like 
put on some worship music or when you're headed to church, you can do that. Put on some worship music and just kind of set the tone for the day. And then the other way is when you're heading home from work or when you're heading home from church. I like to do both of these. Another way is to really listen to the words when you're at church, when you're in a Sunday service, like really just pause and just have a personal moment between you and God. I think this is so special because sometimes we get caught in dealing with the kids or talking to the hubby or, you know, just, you know, getting caught in the routine of it. But I would encourage you to literally just kind of focus and lift up your hands and praise the Lord personally, like let the words minister to him, but also to you as well when there are moments for that. Um, you can also worship when no one is around at home. That's one of my personal favorites. I love, love, love like when everybody is either asleep, I can put my earbuds in or when no one is home and I can just put on like Pandora or you can do Spotify or iTunes or whatever it is that you like, or even YouTube. You can even put YouTube streaming on your television now and just listen in with your Roku, if you want, with your headset. You can totally do that in just worship, just like turn the lights off and worship the Lord. Or you can do it when you're about to go to sleep and just put your earbuds in and listen to some worship music. I've done this before in good seasons and I've done it in hard seasons. You know, it just encourages me and it uplifts my spirit, my soul, all of that, you know, when I just put on some worship music. And so I just want to encourage you to try that. All right. So let's go on to idea number two, which is to understand that worship is devotion. Yes. It's not just like I said earlier, like, you know, being in prayer or and it can be. And it's going to look a little bit like that. I'm going to share with that in one of the tips and ideas in just a moment. So hang in there. Uh, I keep saying hang in there this time. But listen, I really want you to hang in there. That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> All right. So listen, worship is devotion. And you heard me mention that a little bit in the definition but when I go back to the book of Genesis, let's let's go all the way back to the book of Genesis in 22, 5. And this is when Abraham is about to go and sacrifice his son, Isaac. And so he is walking with his servants and his son. And he tells them in Genesis 22, 5, he says, stay here with the donkeys. I and the boy will go over there. We will worship and then we will return to you. Now, this has a lot to do with devotion and unwavering faith, unwavering faith. If you have never read the story of Abraham and Isaac, then go ahead and read that story. It's in Genesis, and it is really, really powerful. Um, and sometimes our devotion, just like looking at it in our own personal lives, sometimes our devotion will be tested. It's like approving of our faith to see if it's genuine or not. If we're really, really in love with the Lord and if we're willing to surrender and lay down our lives, our very lives and all that we feel that is so dear to us for our devotion to him. Now, that is so much easier said than done, of course. But Abraham, oh my gosh, he passed the test. And our tests are gonna look different. Our tests are gonna look, you know, in a variety pack of different ways. But worship is devotion. How far would you go to just like, you know, prove to the Lord that I am really all in God, like I'm really all in because that's exactly what Abraham was doing. Now, we know that salvation is a free gift and I want to go ahead and plug this out, but there are still times when God wants to see 
how devoted are you really? You know, and that's biblical. And so Genesis 22, 12, I love what it says. This is when God is like, okay, okay, listen, I get it. When he was literally, Abraham was about to sacrifice his son. He was about to be that obedient to God, right? Extreme, amazing worship. And it was going to be hard, right? I know that was going to be hard, but just like God sacrificed his own son for us. It was going to be hard for Abraham to do that, but he was going to be obedient. Like Jesus was like, um, he was obedient, right? Unto death. And so here is Abraham and Isaac's situation. And so in Genesis 22, 12, it says, do not lay a hand on the lad or do anything to him. This is the angel of the Lord speaking. And it says, for now, I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your only son from me. Wow. That's huge. That is huge. So worship is devotion. It's our devoted life unto the Lord that we are willing to surrender, to lay down anything for him. A sacrifice, right? Is a sacrifice. And so worship, again, is devotion. Well, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. And when I get back, I'm going to share two more ideas on how to implement worship into your week. Stay tuned for more. Well, all right, welcome back. So let's go ahead and talk about idea number three, which is all about going into your prayer closet and worshiping God with no music. That's right, no music. It's just silence. It's just you talking to him. And then I want you to think about it in a way of not just going in and putting in your requests, but also going before the Lord and just giving thanks unto him like really just praising him and worshiping him in that space. And here's the thing, you can go into your prayer closet and just talk to him about your life and all that you're experiencing. And if you need comfort or healing or help or instruction, you can totally do that. I'm not gonna box you in. God wouldn't box you in, okay? But what I want you to do is consider going in and to worship him in that place, okay? So let me give you a little bit of an example. And this is something that I have done as well. When I've just kind of locked up and just started praising the Lord, amen, whether that's locking up in my house or locking up into my bedroom, it's just locking up even in my own closet, all right? And so in that moment, I just start praising him and I say, Lord, you are holy, you are righteous, you are majestic, you are amazing, God, you are lovely. You are my rock, my savior, my redeemer. You are my protection, my healer, my provider. You are my Jehovah Jireh. You are my peace. You are my defender, my strong tower. Jesus, you are my mediator, my everything. Lord, Father, you are Abba. Abba, you are who I want to spend eternity with. Amen, amen, amen. That, my dear sister, that, my dear listener, is worship. That is worship unto the Lord. You don't need music. It's just you and him. And you're just saying all the things. You're just showing your adoration and your reverence unto him. That is what worship is. Amen. That's another form of worship. And guess what? It's a secret place. It's between you and him. There's no one else around. There's no one else in the room. There's no one else in that secret place, in that closet behind closed doors. It's just you and the Father, okay? It's your hiding place. 
my kids know that when I go into my secret place, do not knock on my door, okay? They already know. My daughter even told me when she was little, she was like, I know when you go in that closet, I know that's something that's that's between you and God. And I'm like, yep, that's right. In her own little words. (laughs) But you know what I did? I taught her indirectly how to go away and to be with the Lord and to cry out to him and to pray to him and to talk to him and to worship him. I showed her that as a little girl. And so I pray that as an adult, she's a young adult now, she's only 19. I pray that one day she'll implement that into her own personal life. Our kids are watching us. All right. So I want to share this verse before I go on to the last point, which is point number four. And it says, Matthew 6, 6, it says, but when you pray, go into your most private room, close the door and pray to your father who is in secret and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Amen. Amen. All right. So let's move on to the last point, which is point number four. And this is all about laying prostrate on the floor while you worship him. Now, this is a posture of prayer and it's biblical. And so this, again, is a posture of prayer. And I love what was written from an article in abideinlove.com. And I want to read it to you because I just thought it was so good and so profound. And it said, for many Christians, prostration is the forgotten posture of prayer. To prostrate oneself is to lie flat on one's face or to bow low and touch one's face to the ground. It is the ultimate gesture of submission and worship. I don't know about you, but I thought that was so, so good and such a profound way to write that. Now, I also want to share a passage of scripture where there's a woman who is so desperate for her daughter to be healed. She's demon possessed and she goes to Jesus and she really is like crying out to him. And so Jesus, at first, he's kind of like, you know, this is really for the Jews. And she is just really like begging the Lord to heal her daughter. And so all of a sudden she lays prostrate. She lays prostrate on the floor and she cries out to the Lord. And this is what she says in Matthew 15, 25. It says, and she coming prostrated herself to him saying, Lord, help me. And you know what the Lord did? You know what Jesus did? He was so blessed by what she did and because of her faith and what she said about even the dogs get the crumbs that fall from the table. The Lord was like, you know what? And I'm paraphrasing him. Your faith has granted you this request. And so he did it. He healed her demon-possessed daughter. It was because of her faith. Let me tell you something. When we go before the Lord and we lay prostrate before him, that is when it's not only honorable and worshipful and we can receive healing just like the woman's daughter received, but we can also receive instruction. There are so many people in the Bible who lay prostrate before the Lord to get instruction. So as they worshiped him, They also received instruction. And I've been there before when I've laid before the Lord and I've laid prostrate on the floor with my face down. I was like, God, I need direction. I need help. And when I got up off the floor, I got a call and it was like, these are the next steps. Blew my mind. Now, I 
use this as a personal practice. It is a posture of prayer for me. And so I want to encourage you to utilize this place of worship is to be down on the floor, face down, praying to the Lord, just as if you were right at his feet. Amen. That is what that looks like. Well, that's it for now. I hope this has helped you. You can visit my website, CourtneyRichard.com for more helpful free resources. Again, that's it for now. I'll talk to you next time. While I pray that this episode has helped you, also if you need prayer or just want to let me know how this episode has served you, you can email me directly at InsideOutWithCourtney at gmail.com. Also, be sure to connect with me on social media, subscribe to the Inside Out With Courtney podcast and blog, and don't forget to tell other women about it. I'd also love it if you could leave a review and also don't forget to grab a freebie of your choice at CourtneyRichard.com. If you're hosting an event, let me know all about it by visiting CourtneyRichard.com slash booking. Now, before I go, I just want to take a quick moment to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with me on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. And let me tell you something, they've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and so much more. All right, and that's it for now. Until next time, remember, Jesus Christ is coming back soon. So let's get ready from the inside out. Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers Podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers Podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.